you know the drill by now. No pre-bantering. No pre-bantering allowed. That's <laughs> insanity. It has been a day. I'm drinking <sighs> my after-work wine. Oh, God, yeah. I should be doing that, too. Honestly, just a bottle and a straw, that was my go-to in college. <laughs> oh, I had like God. this. <laughs> I had this bralette that had, like, straps in the center. Sure. And, like... It really just worked. It was like a cheap $5 bottle of, um, it wasn't even Barefoot. It was the brand below Barefoot, so it was even cheaper than $5. Um, can't drink it currently. Absolutely not. But like, yeah, just straw bottle in my bralette. Okay. And you just, you had it. It's like one of those like drink hats, but it's yeah, but for your boobs and and wine. Yeah. Sure. SpongeBob could never. No. Um, college really <laughs> makes like a little bit of an alcoholic out of I think not everyone yeah. but most people, but it's okay because you're in college. Like <laughs> I feel like if you told me now you put a straw in a bottle of wine and put it in your bra, I would be like, "Hannah, are you okay?" But the fact yeah, that I was in college, I'm like, "Yeah, that tracks. I once drank an entire bottle of cherry moscato in a night." Yeah, so it was Moscato, so it was like pink Moscato, so like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm drinking it was, Moscato it was now. The best exactly. kind of was... wine is the wine that doesn't taste like wine. Yeah. It should just the, taste like fruit juice. The first episode of New Girl was like, I just want to drink pink wine and listen to Taylor Swift alone, and I felt so seen. I like, mean, we both look like wine? Jessica Day. Exactly. We We've both drink pink wine and <laughs> listen, listen to Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift alone. So, go us. The things are tracking. Yeah. Everything's adding up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. honestly, I could maybe break out the bottle and straw method for whenever we record our first. That's true. TV or we our get our, our tipsy R. Uh, our tipsy R. That wasn't what I was trying to say, but yeah, tipsy TBR was the phrase I was going for. Um, that'll be a a bottle and yeah. a straw type of situation. A, a bottle and a straw. Yeah. <laughs> That we've coined a new just a little light alcoholism (laughs) for your enjoyment. I said it before, but I mean, I need a reason to drink. Like, I don't really drink. (laughs) Everybody, pause what you're doing. Go listen to Reasons I Drink by Alanis Morissette. Come back. Are you back? back? You're back from listening to Alanis Morissette. That's great. Welcome back. The reasons that we drink are to get drunk and talk about books. Yeah. Yeah, we're very cool. If you didn't know, we're cool kids. We're so um, cool. Yeah. We're the coolest. And the coolest honestly, the I, I, yeah, that's going to be so interesting. Like, would I even, like, I don't know about editing back. Like, can I even listen to myself inebriated like that? My friends have videos on their phones and, like, well, they'll randomly send drunk. them. No, just but, like, lightly tipsy. Yeah. And it just feels like such a long time ago. And it doesn't, like, it technically wasn't, but, like, the pandemic has made time just molasses, but also lube. (laughs) Mm. I didn't know what else would make things go faster. (laughs) You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my trademark. I'm not wrong, but I was disappointing. (laughs) Oh. Welcome to Romance Your TBR. I We're not wrong, a- but we are disappointing. <laughs> Honestly. I uh, mean, was, has anything ever been more true? 
I don't know. And I'm Caroline. <laughs> oh, I, you introduced yourself and I did yeah. not. So here we are. This here wine needs really. to kick in. <laughs> yeah. I am like on half a cup of coffee. Mm. I just don't drink it fast enough. And like it's mm. more, or like lukewarm. and That is why I invested after Estelle told I have- me to. In my mug warmer. Best thing I ever Ooh, bought. you have a mug warmer. I have an insulated mug. Um, oh, my no, thing no. is that, like, it has a lid. So it, like, mm. keeps it warm. Like, I don't need anything, like, piping hot or anything. I'm a wimp. Um, but I'll just keep the lid open, and then it defeats the purpose. So yes, it's really, so it's my why fault. Do you I know. I, yeah. The mug warmer, first of all, it's pink. That was necessary. That Second of all, it's got three little temperature settings, and it's just, like, a little mini hot plate. And it just keeps my coffee hot. And thank God, nice. because it yeah. goes cold so quickly. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Well, things that did not get cold quickly. We're talking about <laughs> a, a, a rogue's rules for seduction, which stayed hot. It really did. I mean, it was like I've seen a lot of reviews being like they were worried about the steam level because it didn't really like get going until like 70%. Because, like, groveling and sure. making him suffer. I feel um, like it was then a little one- earlier than that. I I have no clue. Um, But, like, once well, it not. started, it was just a marathon. Well, but also, like, yeah, they didn't do anything technically mm-hmm. until whatever, 60, 70%. Yeah. But, but sexual tension was at an all-time the high. The tension was so high. It It was just... Like, I was sweating the it whole was, time. It was So great. it doesn't even feel like it's not steamy mm-hmm. early on because I was, was sweating. <laughs> and and Dom was also sweating. Um, yeah. Willa yeah, too, but mainly was. Dom. That man was suffering. As he should. As he should. Mm. Mm. Mm, I'm just like, it's, there's just like a highlight reel of like everything that man went through. <laughs> And it's a um, good one. It is. I. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know. Like I can't. That's really like. It was this just so be a hard episode to record. Because what do we say? Nothing. Like you can't. Like that isn't at just the like end, I want to bite his large thighs. You know. Just sink the teeth in. Like I don't. I don't know because at the end of my review, I was like, you know, I can tell you all of this, and I can, you know, try to warn you, but you're not prepared. Mm-hmm. And just like, I mean, because I was so surprised and how well the second chance worked and like how the angst was so meaningful at all the moments. Like it wasn't, I don't know, like it just averted like every pitfall sometimes that second chance has for me. Um, and really is just, you're not prepared. What can, what can we say? I, so I am a self-proclaimed second chance lover mm-hmm. but my caveat to that is that it's almost always historical second chances that i like um yeah i think contemporary second chance like i i there are some really phenomenal contemporary second chance romances mm-hmm. that i love but there is a much smaller number because i think it's harder to yeah. pull off because i think in historical romance you can fall back on like oh their stations are different like their families wouldn't let them get married blackmail or- is so much more <laughs> prominent kidnap okay. like there are a lot of things that happen Blackmail, kidnapping uh you have to marry someone else for money yeah. you've inherited a bunch of debt and now you can't be together like there's a bazillion you accidentally things. killed someone and oops, oops. N- what what do you do now you run um, 
<laughs> well, but versus contemporary, I'm like, if you broke up, which is not to say there aren't valid reasons yeah. to break up and then you grow and change, but like you have to really convince me you've changed as yeah. people in a contemporary romance. But the interesting thing about this one is that it could be contemporary. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he... <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> okay, okay. Ultimately, uh, but, like, the reason is... <laughs> one thing, spoilers for uh, this book, they have to know. Rules. I know. They have to know, but just covering our asses because I have, like, been, you know, I don't know, confronted on good reason. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but here we are. Spoilers will be um, had. Spoilers and, will be had. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, he killed somebody, but like, ultimately, the reason that they're not together and is he not barely even that. Yeah, he got in a fight. Yeah, whatever. Just... But like, the reason was that they were, pe- like, they were very young and immature and using each yes. other. For and which reasons. was so fascinating, and I didn't right. see that coming. No, mm-hmm. especially because it wasn't just like Dom messed up. Willa also yeah. was doing the same thing to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this could translate into a contemporary setting. Exactly. Really yeah, easily. I agree. Yeah, because I could see like any like contemporary couple like kind of using the one as kind of like they're i don't know revered on a pedestal right it's like, the like good girl bad boy yeah yeah and then he is the long hair slick back t-shirt james dean daydream daydream <laughs> ding uh <laughs> ding Just oh. suffering a suffering ding yeah Relatable. Anybody who doesn't listen to Taylor Swift listening so to us sorry, is like, but also, what is happening? We can't. I mean, don't blame us. Don't blame me. Don't blame you. Dang. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, it's. I think it's one of the best, not just historical, but like generally mm-hmm. one of the best second chances because it was very believable to me. Yeah. It was. And it, it wasn't like a dumb reason to break no. up. It was like, oh, you actually had to change your perspective and like grow and mature together Mm -hmm, because most books would only do the surface level of dom killing someone and Mm -hmm. then you know feeling that he can't like taint her and like bring her down so then he leaves and then you know five years later however many years and you know i think that a a lot of times it's like illegitimacy um the guy will like learn he's illegitimate like Mm. before the marriage and then he won't tell her he won't talk to her he'll just assume that she needs him to be legitimate to love him he'll run away things like that um so I loved the depth that this one had where you were like mm-hmm. oh so yeah potentially a murderer he's not really but potent the potential's there I guess but like that's he not really he's a murderer. yeah so like he did the initial leaving but they both had shit to work through because sure. I don't think they'd have that hot nasty sex no you know if they started having sex back then you know? Also, both of them are like, if we had gotten married yeah. when we planned it, that would have gone badly. A situation so hostile. <laughs> Two hugely strong personalities in one house. Never really. Have, yeah. Like, I mean, it would have made a good marriage in crisis book. Yeah. I'd have read the hell out of it, but mm-hmm. it works this way too. Well, and yeah. Mm. And it was just, I just, because again, like, I just didn't see that coming. Like, I didn't. Mm-hmm um expect for them to grow so much throughout the book or even just like acknowledge their growth like that happened in the meantime um because like you always knew that dom and willa were gonna be a book like that was Mm -hmm. no question but i didn't really realize how surface level they were until we got this book and you were like oh all the things Mm -hmm. i thought were just not even 
breaking the surface. Yeah. Well, because we had two books of them breaking mm-hmm. up at the very beginning and being the impetus for this entire series. Yeah. And then them just, like, in the background. Yes. Like, being mad. But none of the main characters in those books know what happened, except uh-huh. that Kira and Finn were dumb. <laughs> I mean, they did their best, but they did help their best friend jilt their sister. So, like, at yeah. the altar, too, that dumb, you at any point before the wedding day, if you were this pressed about it, could have called the uh-huh. wedding off. Instead, he said, but what if I wait until the morning of while we're at the church? I would have, I mean, the rage I would have felt. And Willow was able to sit in her rage. She was able to, like, oh, yeah. still be angry and throw things at him and at walls and break I things. I Willow so much. Willow showing up for the first time in this book <laughs> and her first line being, fuck, is the funniest. <laughs> and then just throwing. Like, nailing him with a <laughs> That's so good. The porcelain shepherdess. Mm-hmm. Respect. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, I recently read another Second Chance where I was really vibing with it until, you know, the hero was just, like, kind of feeling bad for himself and, like, not really, like, letting the heroine stay mad at him. And, like, he was always trying to, like, force his presence with her. And he was always, like, like, he was apologizing, but it felt more for him than Mm. for her. And then she was never really, like, she she had some great lines, um, but I don't think she was able to, like, value her anger enough throughout the book like maybe she did in the past but we didn't get to see that Mm. and this one i mean don was just trying to stay away from her because he's like i feel so shitty like if i'm ruining like her time i don't want to do that so i'm gonna take the room up in the attic and like sleep on a wet mattress and like wake up so that my clothes are steaming in front of the fire because i'm soaked and like he did everything he could to like make her experience comfortable and in his mind that was just leaving her the fuck alone and then she was able to like control more of like what happened or I mean some people kind of like put them together and stuff but I just really loved how he understood that he fucked up and he was just letting her live her angry life and and I liked that so much but also Mm -hmm. notably still like mad jealous oh yeah oh oh that that revenge dress and it was was a green like yes. an atonement, the green like, revenge dress. There was the her ugh. flirting with that other guy, mm-hmm. and Dom just like glaring angrily in the middle of the room, but like not doing anything, just standing yeah. there being <laughs> angry. <laughs> not literally just. Mm. He was so standing. mad. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love that man. Also, as a side note, I tried the first time I read this to highlight any mention of his thighs. <laughs> I went back and counted. I think my count is at six, but it yeah, could be I, more than that. Well, you because you could um just search the word thighs, and I think it would That's tell you the so valid. But I didn't count because sometimes it would be like like his thighs hit the table or something. But it wasn't like uh, specifically being not like the main physically muscled thighs, right? Yeah. I only counted if his thighs were the main thighs. character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it was honestly. several times. Um. The first of which was chapter one. It, it was, was right away. away. It was right away. His thickly muscled thighs. <laughs> and I need to take a moment to just say, like, mad respect to Evil A. Like, she promoted the shit out of this book. She tweeted the shit out of it. Like, she had the standards high. Like, I was yeah. expecting a great book. And so for it to, like, live up to this. But also just imagine the pressure of having to write this, like, crazy second chance after structuring your entire series around it. I would have... I don't know, mm. crumpled under the thickly muscled thighs and been squashed. 
<laughs> like a watermelon pancake. Yeah. Oh god, he could definitely squash a watermelon. Mm, delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am just going through my highlights now. Also, we need to talk yeah. about Loki. One of the highlights of this book was just Kieran and Celeste and Finn and Tabitha <laughs> being insane. The number of times that, like, specifically Kieran and Celeste would be horny on Maine and one mm-hmm. of their siblings Salome. would be there to be, like, gross. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. And that's. My, where's my lusty Salome? <laughs> That was amazing. Well, like, I'm going to pretend this never happened. Um, Well, and also, I think this is actually my favorite thing that happened in the entire book. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, But there's a part where, what's his name, the host comes in and is like, I have Mm -hmm. this, like, exciting thing lined up. for that host. (laughs) For real. And Kieran's immediate response is an orgy. And Celeste pats his hand and goes, always hoping. That's what I love about you. I didn't even clock that. It took uh, me out. Because she's like, ah, Kieran. Because <laughs> he keeps being like, oh, an orgy? Oh, that was... He just wants that? to orgy. No? What? Okay, cool. I, my, I just had like a calendar notification pop up. And I oh, never know I if you can like it. hear them. Cool. No. Okay, back to orgies. Back to the reg- regularly right. scheduled Kieran orgies. just really wants to orgy. Um, yeah. It's a verb now. Deal with right. it. Right. As we established. Uh, that's all that and the vibes specifically between the guys uh-huh there's like so, part where like they're out shooting and they're just yeah. insulting each other and he's like go frig yourself with a chain mail glove and i'm like what is going on <laughs> so like well i do think technically you could if you wanted to read this as a standalone like i i think you could i think it gives you enough context um but i do think obviously you get the full scope of emotions and like the giddiness when you see those side characters i think even if you like read like the first chapter i guess of book one to really like understand that setup i mean i'd recommend reading them all but if you're like i just want to read this one you could i think you could um but i you think could, but i the, would not no like i don't think the second chance would hit as hard no i don't think so like i think it would still be a very good second chance but a like you won't have in book two them trying to set up dom with tabitha and tabitha and dom's just like no every time dom shows up in both of the previous mm-hmm. books he's just like drinking and sad yeah but no one knows what happened <laughs> he's just drinking and sad yeah he just he needs a bottle of wine and a straw um <laughs> He does I have a bottle of the wine though. to him. He yeah. won both of those bottles of wine because Lilith didn't take hers. True. Shout out to that mm. contest, by the way. That was so fun. It was so unnecessarily entertaining. Uh-huh. I've never read the um the Paul Mall scene in Brid- in the Duke oh, and I. I love that scene. Or is it is it the second one? I think it's the it's the second one. It's Anthony's. It's Kate. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't read that, but I feel like the vibes would be similar they are similar vibes um not quite the same because Mm -hmm. in that one they're competing against Against each other other, this one they're on the same team Mm -hmm. um but it it is excellent but i really do i don't love the bridgerton books that i've read Mm -hmm. but i do love the palmall i think it's palmall yeah i i think it's palmall um but i (laughs) as someone with siblings and siblings-in-law i was like yeah (laughs) 
that's how this would go. And the this scene in this book, I was like, that's yep. correct. Um, well, between my it- siblings, it would be less dirty. <laughs> I hope the vibes would be the same. <laughs> like it just—it's so fun when I can see like a modern situation in a historical. Because, like, I always just – there's such a separation, and there shouldn't be for me, but, like, there's such a separation of what was the past and what we do today. And, like, when you really think about it, a lot of shit they did back then is stuff we do now. Um, So I always love those little vignettes of, yeah, they're, they're just like you, except for their <laughs> thighs. Like they also <laughs> get drunk and play stupid games and bet against their siblings. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, well, we have to talk about his bloody knees, obviously. Uh, I don't even know how to. That was so lovely. I just really respect the commitment. Yeah, like, that's my, that's my new threshold. If there's no groveling that results in bloody knees, like, just the symbology of, like, bloodying your knees, not only going down on her, but just, like, in the grovel like right uh, no that's something so personally to me <laughs> or to be jamie's heart that did something so sexually to me i just i i feel like she really understood she did like, she understood the assignment she said if i'm gonna have this man grovel he's gonna grovel yeah like i think she really and not necessarily like listen to readers or whatever but like you can tell she's a reader and you can tell like she knows what she wants to read and I think this book just really encapsulated like an author who also just really understands what a reader wants at the moment in time and we needed this. We really We did. We did. Mm. Oh, so the the setup to the um knee bloodying grovel scene was the um the, the Greek, play, the yeah, the tablo, the tableaus. Yeah, well, yeah, they thought it was a tableau. That's yeah, and then they had to act. Um, By the I way, that just... would be my villain origin yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Not even the How like setting just... me up with my ex, just the um, tricking me into going on stage with no prep. That is quite literally my recurring anxiety dream. Uh huh, and. Like, I also just have to wonder, like, how short his like chitin was. Because I got the impression that his dick is really just waiting to burst, like, to break free, to, like, <laughs> soar, to fly. <laughs> There's not a star. I don't think it's that short. Oh, but I just, like, in the, in the, gro- like, in the, when they were at the gazebo thing, whatever. Yeah. Like, I just got the sense that it was so prominent. And I'm like, how did he, how was it, like, what was going on during this scene? <laughs> Maybe he's a grower. I think he's just a grower and a shower. I think he's just got a massively girthy dick that he can't even get his hands around. That, by Which the way, alarming, I will note, alarming. that's concerning to me. When he was there, like, he couldn't even get it. Like, his hands could, like, grasp a basketball sure. yeah. with no issue. So, like... The man has giant hands. So... What do you mean? Riddle me that. Uh, that and the, like, the, the line that has haunted me since the first time I read it about... Um, when she, I think it's when she's going down on him and she says the head of it is nearly the uh-huh. size of a plum. Yeah. And I was like, mmm, mmm, what do you mean? Like, what I know. What does it mean? 
Like, like I know genetically engineered like plums weren't. I mean, they. Yeah, I don't but, know if they had, but like I, that just frightens me. No, you're. That's valid. Um, I also do respect the first time she sees it. Her response is like, but how the size? Because <laughs> I, like, I had me that. Too. I had that thought, frankly, throughout the entire second half of that book, because <laughs> she she was put through her bases in that first sex scene, and then she just kept going to pound town. She so did. like, I have I, to imagine she was in pain later on. Yeah. Cause maybe like while you're like the adrenaline, but like like when you wake up, like I would, I wouldn't. She, I don't think she'd be able to walk. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I do respect that. Following that n- night, the sex <laughs> extravaganza, so just their entire family pulled up. Um, that I had to re-listen to that scene, like when I was listening to the audiobook, because it's just so much fun. It's so funny. Uh, of like. Dom hearing their voices being like, Willow, wake up. And he's like, okay, she's not waking up. I sexed her too hard. So then, like, he, like, pulls, he, he's, like, opens the door. He's, like, blocking. And he's just like, oh, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> it's like the scene in, um, what, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Where he's like, he's on here right now. And you see him dive uh-huh. out the window. Uh-huh. It's, it's that. But instead of diving out the window, she just appears at the door and wearing she's just like this. In the blanket. And then she doesn't really recognize, like, realize what's happening at first. And then she does. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> runs back inside. And then, so real and then Kieran and Finn Ugh. are just like, ah, marriage. We're excited for that. Our plan worked. It it was Ugh. just such a fun. Because, like, the book had so many fun moments, too, that balanced out the pain. And, again, the pain was so pain. delicious. The pain. Mm. I, as I said, every time... Kieran is like, but can we have an orgy? And they're like, no. And Celeste is like, it's okay, my love. Your fair skin would get burned if we had an outdoor orgy. So this is probably for the best. I love Celeste. Uh, they're like, he's probably writing another fucking poem. And Celeste is like, yeah. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> I'm like, Celeste, you are better than me. I could never uh, marry yeah. a poet. Yeah. I was just reading a book um, and the hero had like written a poem for like a woman he had mistakenly been in love with and he was so embarrassed by it when it like she she like made an appearance and she's like i still have it he's like good god get rid of it i have a poem that that someone wrote me once oh no did i tell you that i feel like i must have sent it to you yeah there was a guy that i dated for like a month and for valentine's day he wrote me a poem Mm -hmm. he actually technically wrote me too because he wrote me a poem before we were dating yeah he did it was funny i have critical or like Mm -hmm. critiques technically um but it was a funny poem. Yeah, at the very he least. took he took Peter Kavinsky one step higher and actually wrote the poem and didn't just change the name. That's true. But but at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> you know, true. I have to put that out um, there. Pain. I'm just looking at my notes, and I have uh, it's big, sweetheart, as a quote, because it was big, sweetheart. It was big. My highlights are all either like thighs. Or him yeah. flexing his hand a la Darcy. Yeah, um, yep, I have that. That's in my review. Or his spectacles, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. The or sec- the secret sexy spectacles. There are some that are like Kieran and or Finn and or Celeste being funny. Or just like insane quotes. <laughs> yeah. Like, in- like, wait, 
where was the did did ever a man bless the rack that tortured him praising the machine that pulled his limbs from their sockets applauding the device that made his existence hell that's the level of like true he's referring to her green gown by the way that's the rack that's torturing him is willa in a pretty dress and it should. Like, that and at the very end, I'll love you until after the mm. stars have turned to coal. What the fuck? Mm. He's the true poet. Yeah. Well, Ugh. That's some Bridgerton-level love confessions. Bridgerton, mm-hmm. the show. I mean, I yeah. guess technically the books, but the show. Mm-hmm. And then when he, like, started calling her lioness instead of princess. Because, like, princess is, like, one of my, like, wee spots. I do love, um, you know, the use of princess. But in this mm-hmm. one, it was so fascinating because she was like, I'm not a princess like that you were idolizing and like putting me on a pedestal and stuff. So then he was like my lioness. And then it was just consistent throughout. And I was like, rawr. Mm. Rawr. Rawr. Mm. Rawr indeed. Rawr and I just, indeed. They had like bread and cheese. They had like soup <laughs> during their like sex yeah, let's talk about this quote. Who knew a strapping man wearing nothing but breeches as he cooks for you could mm-hmm. be such an aphrodisiac? I mean, I knew. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a Lorraine Heath where he makes her two egg omelets. <laughs> and I felt it deep in my body. So, <laughs> I will agree. <laughs> like, and I think he was naked during one of them. But, like, it's just because you don't see a lot of men cooking in historical. I just think cooking naked sounds dangerous. Yeah. Um, well, especially all these men who are constantly aroused. I'm yeah. Like, that's like a, you got Something's a traffic cone burned. just like banging into the wall and the oven. Like, I feel like you could like turn the oven on if you didn't mean to. Or actually, no, that's modern sensibilities. They did not have like switches that, my bad. Well, but you certainly could turn her on if you didn't mean to. So true. We're back at it again. <laughs> We've <laughs> established the correct scene. Oh. I just... So, like, just – and he, like, fetched those berries. He did. Like, he, like, walked. And then he just, like, pulled up with berries and cream. Yeah. Delicious. Berries and cream. Mm. Little lad. <laughs> Do you not know? It was that viral – Oh, you froze right when I said that. Oh, you were – I'm just, like, staring at you. <laughs> yeah, that was – I was, like, no like, oh, emotion. You and you're, like, know. oh, my God. <laughs> no, I I have um, – I think everything I know of it was against my will, but sure. I do know sure. it. sure. There's um, a, uh, I've been getting a lot of the, um, cause I've watched part of Queen Charlotte, so I've been mm-hmm. getting a lot of the, like, cast interview, like, mm-hmm. clips on my mm-hmm. socials, um, which crack me up because the cast is really funny, mm-hmm. um, particularly the leads, but there's, a, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's one that really killed me because it's, like, when your friend doesn't know the reference, uh, where she was talking about the wigs, and the, Corey interrupts and goes, do you wear wigs? <laughs> like, <laughs> that whatever Lord of the Rings interview, and she clearly yeah. had not seen it, so she, like, side-eyes him really hard. <laughs> And he's like, do you not, do not know? And she's like, no. <laughs> uh, That's my friends. I'm always out here quoting mm-hmm. just obscure internet things. And they're like, what is wrong with you? Bombastic side eye. <laughs> Bombastic. Criminal offensive side eye. Bombastic penis. Yeah. That is dumb. That's dumb. Mm. What book was it that – I feel like you have to have read it also. There was a Let's book see. where he had, like, a, a school nickname. 
and it mm. turns out it's because he had a really big oh dick. no it's because he like turned all the girls on yeah we d- i definitely read that um what book it's, is that? it's lorraine heath i think i don't think so because i haven't read anything other than hang on i'm it's going he's a duke and his his yeah. his um nickname is spark or like Something like Stoker. Stoker. The nickname is Stoker. Is it, is it Runaway Duchess? No. Because he's not a Duke. No. But it was definitely Stoker. I don't know what yes. that information does without knowing the book. But oh, oh, is it The Duke Gets Even? Yes. I bet it's Lockwood. Yeah, because he, he loved a cougar. Mm-hmm. Stoker. That's a great nickname. And that just that added depth to him. That, <laughs> that That's what did it. Yes. Not the, like, chronic health condition no No, it was him stoking the flames of cougars in his area (laughs) oh the pre-internet version of (laughs) cougars in your area you just have to get a nickname (sighs) at eaton or wherever he went yeah (sighs) that's a core memory now i mean lockwood Mm. Mm-hmm. And talk Luckily, about another talk about um, another romance that was like brewing the entire series between true. um what's her name i know Nelly. it's N- Nellie and then andrew that was great and then i honestly i cannot encapsulate the feeling i talked about it a little bit when in the last episode or when we were talking about the bride goes rogue um when the people who read the arcs got to the end and there was the one chapter where Lockwood's in the water and then Nellie like swims mm-hmm. up to him and like caresses him and all that. Mountains moved. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to tell you besides I have never been so unwell <laughs> physically after reading it. Like a teaser. I can tell you when I have been that unwell. It was Ooh. the uh oh shoot, why did I immediately Oh, the the final like little epilogue part right before married by morning mm. That's when leo continue. walks in and closes the door and is like we need to talk about what yep. happened and i was like and yes we like, do what the fuck happened what happened <laughs> well that's the thing that like, I couldn't and the, not- the the epilogue mm-hmm. of it happened one autumn where evie pulls up in sebastian's yeah. house and it's just like heard you were looking for a wife <laughs> I will say my, that was a little bit ruined for me because I read Devil in Winter first. That's um, fair, but nothing but that yeah, unlocked no. something in me. Yeah. Both of those. Well, because Lisa Clayton's a really the good, like, building up yeah. a relationship over previous books mm-hmm. and then giving you a little, just a little, a little teaser right at the end. It's, it's the art of teasing. The rogue's rules for teasing and something. I don't know. Wow, you're going to need to think that one through before you make it the episode title. I know. What else could that be? A rogue's rules for... If anything, it's like an author's rules for relationship edging. (laughs) (laughs) I'm edging us all. An author's rules for relationship edging. I like She's like, you're going to get this book, but not for years. And I respect it. You're just going to sit here with them simmering in the background. Like, just and then you just have the Duke of Lockwood just naked in That's a true. vast Sarah McLean ocean. Sarah has some good, like, mm. introduce a relationship at the beginning that you don't really know what's going on until <sighs> the last book, and then it, you get their book. Mm. When we finally get the Duchess's book, stop. 
that is going to unlock something in me. Or Tessa Dare edging the shit out of everyone <laughs> unintentionally with well, uh, the bride bet, I think it's called, in uh. the fourth book in the most recent series. Um, I think because, like, the end of book three, like the, ep- like, the teaser in that kind of resembled Evie Dunmore's book four. Or, like, I, f- I always get them mm-hmm. confused of, like, who already has a husband and then who is already engaged. Like, I think they're kind of along the similar lines. Um, yeah, I will. You're right to bring up the test or um, the whichever one you just brought up that I already forgot. Yep. Is that what we were talking about? The, the um, Duchess. That's going to be great. Well, the, the third Bare Knuckle Bastards book does kind of a similar. Like, mm. you know, there's something. There's mm-hmm. something going on that whole series. Oh, mm. and boy, is I it going on. Is the the Duchess, she's married, right? Yeah. Because so, it's a, so do we think it's going to be like a second chance or is he going to croak? I don't know. There was like a brief mention of her. I can't remember because it's been so long since I read. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be like a really good second chance or like marriage of in crisis. Either so a like, good second chance, but there was like a brief mention of she has some, like, I don't remember if he was like her, mm. like, what would you like steward or oh shit something yeah. like that do you know what i'm talking about there was like a very casual mm-hmm. throwaway mention of him and i was like mm-hmm. who is this and that could literally just be like a random side well, character it, it, one of it could be lisa Claypus making daisy and cam make out sure randomly, uh, <laughs> and then doing nothing with that information <laughs> yeah it could be literally nothing yeah um and it could be a great i would love a marriage in crisis yeah. second chance because well, she Sarah, would make that man she would like strip him naked and roast him like a stuck pig. I mean, you haven't read the her flames other of her marriage in crisis book. No, but you may hate it. I, however, mm. that valid, delicious. Was that the one that he cheated? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I read an. I read a few Eloisa James with that premise, and the one actually didn't make me as mad as I thought it was going to make me, which is credit to the book. It honestly didn't make me that mad, mm-hmm. just because it was like a. I think for me, it's harder like, when the cheating happens, like, after you've been, like, introduced to the character. Like, because, like, in that book, the cheating's already happened, right? Yeah, I mean, you see it in the first the, book in the, that series. Yeah. Which is okay. not their book. It, mm-hmm. It's like they they uh, they were, like, romantically involved, but then he thinks that she tricked him into marriage, mm. and so they, like, have a horrible fight, and he's like, I hate you, and I never want to speak to you again, and mm-hmm. you'll never be my wife in truth, whatever, and then he, like, sleeps with somebody else. That's better reading than Eloisa James one. Pregnant with his child, and he, like, oh. says it. he doesn't even believe it's his, and it's really awful, and he's terrible. Um, But there's, like, a lot of things going. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not good. But I yeah. I feel like it's not as bad as just like he well it's cheated because it, he felt like it yeah like I like for me where I draw the line is if like you are reading these characters they've already established like a relationship like with you as a reader on the page and then one of them goes off and just like does something really shitty and then you have to like come back from that and there's never really enough time to really repair that damage because sure. like you know in that book you know it's been like years of festering whereas this is just so recent um and so like that's i I think where i get the angriest i would be fascinated i just read um hmm, what is that book ravishing the heiress 
Yes, you did. And I would be fascinated to see whether you like absolutely fucking hate that book. <laughs> it's on my it's on my list to read. Cuz it's I was in pain the whole time. Truly I was suffering. Um but it's like because it is cheating, but it's like uh-huh. not I mean it is yeah. technically, but it's one of those situations where like it's really strictly a marriage of convenience and they both go into it knowing that he's gotcha. in love with someone else and he thinks that she's in love with someone else and like she right away before they're even married is like we're not going to mm-hmm. consummate the marriage for 8 years. You can live as if you're not married to me, do whatever you want. I'm going to live as if I'm unmarried like whatever. And then 8 years later his like childhood love comes back widowed and he wants to like start up a relationship with her again. Mm. So he, like, gives it six months to try for an heir with her. But in the meantime, in the past eight years, they've become very good friends and, like, built a marriage together. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't, like, realize that she's been in love with him the whole time. And it it hurts so bad. I, I, (sighs) the pain. But, like, in a good way, where I was, like, suffering. I had to listen to the whole thing in, like, practically one go because I was just in pain. I saw you listen to that, and I was like, do I face the peer pressure? Uh, I kind of wish know. I had read the first book. It's the second book in So, it, okay. I mean, I don't – it's sense. fine. Yeah. But it, it's, like, dual timeline. So you mm-hmm. you hear about – it's his sister that is the heroine for the previous book, and she has, like, gotcha. two previous husbands that die. Nice. And so you, like, hear about her in the past, like, mourning these other husbands. And then in the mm-hmm. present, she's married to the hero from that book. So you get, like, kind of mm-hmm. hints of what happened there, which is interesting. And also it's setting up the third book where, oh, my God. I don't know what – oh, you. the third one is Amnesia. <laughs> oh, I probably have it on one of my shelves. This is ringing a bell. It's the – I can't remember. Tempting the Bride. Mm, yeah. Yep. I looked at the premise. Fucking I bonkers. But they also are, like, touching – I mean – touching they're like they're just touching (laughs) yeah they're touching no it was like this drama which also i guess must have happened in the first book where like she's been having an affair with this guy and Uh this very close like family friend who's such an asshole to her but has been in love with her the entire time but he's too proud to admit it so he's just awful to her all the time like told her brother about the affair but didn't say who it was with because she kept almost getting caught and he was like you're gonna ruin yourself so they like separated them and now she's pissed at him and he's writing erotica that she's like publishing or he gave it to her to publish and it is very intense erotica by the way and it's clearly written about her and wait have you read this book no this is all happening during ravishing the heiress oh their book is going to be her almost getting caught and he has to marry her and elope with her to save her reputation and then on the way or on the way back there's like a carriage accident and she gets amnesia. What a tangled web we weave. I can understand why people don't like amnesia, but I what a tangled not. web. <laughs> I uh, eat it up so I, hardcore. Listen, the first Sherry Thomas I tried to read was delicious and I ended up DNFing, yeah. even though the writing was beautiful. I just didn't I couldn't vibe with the mm-hmm. plot. But every t- Sherry Thomas I have read since then. Which ones? Because we read The Luckiest Lady in London. Luckiest Lady in London and this one. I'm trying to think. Okay. I feel like I've read another one. But yeah. I'm blanking. Uh, whatever. Insane. They're so yeah, good. Yeah, I, I second the delicious. I think I gave it like three stars. I just – I couldn't comp- – like I couldn't focus on it. Like my audiobook brain, like it just would not latch on yeah. to anything in that book. Um, I think I would go back and try reading it again. 
I think after. I would like if I was doing like a Sherry Thomas just like read through and like trying to get like sure. all of her stuff I'd read it again because I don't remember anything about it I think yeah I'm assuming her name was delicious no no that's a terrible She's name a chef. that's a terrible name not She's delicious chef. that's why yeah. it's called delicious yeah and it's so like a second chance scratch that situation. yeah I literally nothing is in my brain for that one that's okay um but yeah I I saw that and I was immediately fascinated and like, do I go? I'm reading like Grace Calloway right now because I had, I talked at the end of our last episode about rereading regarding the Duke, which I did. Great decision, no regrets. Um, and then I like went back and listened, <laughs> listened to the first one, and then um, I'm gonna like do that series. Um, but yeah, Sherry Thomas. Mm-hmm. On the there note, are, I need to finish the the luckiest lady in London that series. I oh, need to yeah. read both the other books in this series because I got multiple people when I posted on my story that I mm-hmm. finished Ravishing the Heiress. Multiple people that were like, that whole series is five stars. Mm. Her yeah, writing is just is... like insane. Yeah. I just think maybe that, that will be the ultimate slump breaker. Maybe. Yeah. I'm excited for Is the second, the one after Luckiest Lady, I think that one's Private Arrangements and that's the one with the like Duchess and her estranged husband. Mm. The one that she tries to get him to cheat on his wife. Oh, that, that one. one. <laughs> that lady. The yeah. one who's like, what if we had an affair? And he's like, you don't actually want to sleep with me. I didn't realize we were getting her book. Mm-hmm. That's a what nice a one. tangled web. What we a tangled leaving. web. <laughs> wow. I also will be curious. I remember the... I don't remember a lot about Delicious, but I remember there was like that secondary romance... There was a secondary, yeah. And it was somebody Marsden, and also in these other books, we keep hearing mention of Marsdens, Marsden. like as, like, side throwaway characters. I'm Not just predisposed away. to love every person named Marsden because James Marsden is one of my favorite actors. Oh, see, and... I hear Marsden, and I think of Marcus. Marcus Marsden, the, the Earl of Westcliff. His name is, his last name is Marsden? I'm like 98% sure. I, I, I believe you. Be wrong, no, I believe you. I'm, I'm just sure like, wow. That's like the family name. So you don't hear it very It's always much, so impossible for me to remember title. the family names because there's always the title. Okay. Oh, it's like Sebastian Chalon is his yeah. like family name, but he's St. Vincent or Kingston. Mm-hmm. But Matthew Swift, I got you. I know your well, name. <laughs> okay. We know Matthew Swift. <laughs> and there's the I Hunt actually don't guy, remember. Right? Samuel Hunt. Simon Hunt. Thank Simon you. Simon Hunt, not Samuel Hunt. Rip. rip to and me i'm fully blanking on the names and again the magic but that's okay yeah and again i'm waiting to read that one until we do an episode on it um oh god I'm, I'm very excited my friend is reading mm. um the wallflower series right now and i was like just wait to mm. read the, like that prequel until we do the episode because she listens to this um mm. i will never recover <laughs> It's fine. Everything is fine. We are so far off track from what this but, episode but, is but, 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 about. But I have a connector. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I have a little um, web that we can weave to connect all of it. Um, and it's that while we were talking about like infidelity and having sex with other people and all that, I loved that Dom was celibate. <laughs> oh, my the man entire could time. not get it up for anyone yes. else. I love that. Like, and there is so celibate from the time mm. he met her. Met her. They yeah. weren't so even like, courting. 
So, I mean, this man just has the bluest balls on that side of the whatever ocean, Pacific, Atlantic. I don't fucking know. I'm not good with Atlantic. Cool. I'm not good with directions. It's. I always just say this side of the Mississippi because that's, like, relevant for me. But they would have no clue what the Mississippi River was in that time period. So. You could say yeah. that side of the Thames. Or True. what? whatever the channel is. Is it the the, the the English channel. I love that you Scotland. think I would know. Okay. That's very validating, but no, I do not know. Because <laughs> this technically takes place on like a Scottish island. Yeah, which is also another thing. I love that they were just like stranded on the island. I love a house party. Mm-hmm. And I, as soon as she it. announced it was an island house yeah. party, I was like, Eva, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. <gasps> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the boat might be back in a couple weeks so then you had like the pressure of like the boat like when they when the boat's coming because then like she could leave the island because she wanted to leave immediately um but she couldn't because the boat had already taken off and so then you get like the dramatic scene at the end of like is she going on the boat to boat or not to boat um mm, that is mm. the question and again like and also the first sighting where they thought it might be the boat yeah they both were like oh no but then it wasn't mm-hmm. Immediately after Dom hauling a boat full of grown men out of the water, by the way, just single-handedly, he is so large. Um, So large, like I just and the. I guess we can talk about the end after we get talk about the sex because we haven't even really talked about that at all. I mean, what is there to say? Shave me down and make me round. (laughs) What? Have you never seen that SpongeBob episode? Shave me down and make me round. I mean, I have a, a mental girl. image of the round SpongeBob because yeah, he's, he's trying to be a ghost, and so like, um, like for Halloween, and he like the sheet over his like square body just doesn't do it for people. They make fun of him, and so like he's like shave me down, make me round, and eventually they like shave all of him off, and he just has a brain. Um, but like it's like shaving him in the shape of like a round ghost. Um, and I just use shave me down, make me round for a lot of things in life. Okay. (laughs) Um, you know, you say live like Larry, but also you say shave me down, make me round. I don't, but I do say living like Larry. You are correct on that one. (laughs) LLL. As opposed to LLS. Ladies love Schmidt. (laughs) Amazing. I reference in one episode. Anyway, mm. the four chapter sex extravaganza, which, by the way, I love that it's like we have the most intense sex, and then we have a really intense emotional break where the chapter mm-hmm. ends with him being like, "I'm a murderer," and then we have all of that, and then I think they eat first, and then they just yeah. have more sex. They sup. They sup. Yes. They sup. And then they they sup. explore some kink. Top yeah, they do. Is the word you were like? Oh, for the love of God. That's a oh, literal that, word. That would have been perfect. <laughs> you can go back and edit it. Um, no, I'm just saying it again. <laughs> I have to give Can we fix that in post? Uh, <laughs> fix it in post. Um, oh my God. That would have. Yeah, that one's going to haunt me. Yeah, that's, that's okay. I do remember wow. before this book was even, I think, on NetGalley, uh, I remember Eva posting about how I think she that's had said, fix- like, she couldn't decide if she wanted him to be 
dominant or her mm-hmm. and so she was like both why choose and, and she really did give us both she like also was clear to mention that like willa just rides his dick down to a toothpick sure as she does mm-hmm. and i think they made reference to like something similar but then willa was like yeah that did not work at all because your dick is still huge she like looks at she like looks yeah at he was like, like you're gonna like ride me down to a uh-huh. and she was like you could frankly afford to have something <laughs> i would else. be happy honestly it would be a little less it would make my job intense. easier mm-hmm mm-hmm uh oh uh, yeah she really the, did she said riding crops restraints mm. mm-hmm just some fun little bdsm there just mm. smattering Mm-mm. yeah we're just staring off into the distance i just am thinking about the first time that i read that when i was like yeah. "Ooh, we're getting to the sex scene and then my child was just on the ground for four chapters uh-huh because it just doesn't stop like you well, thought it does, but it just switches to like emotional intensity. yeah like you thought heartbreaker had like a marathon and it does but this is like something even harder than a marathon i'm not a runner but i have to assume <laughs> whatever that is yeah i don't know like a triathlon like you i have, love like, that this- you think i would know this <laughs> validating you there's like different stages so, like the triathlon has like the running and the biking and the that's the... true we have the standard emotional effect yeah the emotional intensity and then and then kink exploration yeah that's our new triathlon kinkathlon no sexathlon i don't know that sounds sex, like sex axon actually works because like sex is like six or something i think i know that's something. why i was saying it makes you yeah. think that there's six different stages though i mean we could establish them bread and cheese one stage all of its own i don't think it's bread and well actually i don't know what food they, they do eat bread from. and cheese okay sorry they do i have it in my thing oh um because i i know it now because i'm like bread and cheese but i think soup really stuck with oh me he also one. bathes her yeah Oh, there's a, there's a, they get off in between there too, because they, he Mm -hmm. bathes her, gets her off. They have a whole conversation where she's like slow at first, and then he's like, and then a good hard fucking, and she's like, correct. (laughs) Then I think they might talk a little bit more. No, and then they like clean up, and she's like, what are these ropes for? And he's like, um. Yeah. And then we have Dom Willa, and then we have Dom Dom. Dum dum dum. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then the riding crops. Mm. We're at this point literally just recapping what happened, but it's because I have nothing to say except wow, 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 wow. That's it. That's all I got. You can quote us. I have nothing else to say. No. Mm. yeah i mean i guess we can just go on to the end and it it like did what it needed to do because like it wasn't like necessarily a breakup like they didn't i mean he dom really wanted he was basically like okay we're getting married and then willow was like actually i need some time to like it's like the post not clarity but she needed like the i don't know equivalent of that but just like not necessarily like to gain clarity she ne- didn't necessarily have it um and then it worked out in a very normal and healthy way i thought you know like she had time to think and then when she was like confronted with um the fact that they could be leaving on the boat 
She was like, wait, I've made up my mind. And then it just worked. I don't remember the epilogue. What that did. I don't I really don't remember. It was their wedding. They came back oh, to the island and got yeah, married and I did. wept. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta give one out to Mary Jane Wells for that we audio do. performance. I my one qualm. I, I do have a qualm. She has a qualm. I have a qualm. And that is uh, that she does not distinguish between Dom with his accent. Like, she goes hard on the whatever the, like, doc. I, I think, mm. is it like East End accent? Whatever it is. I feel like it's East End. I don't know why I think that. I don't know all the different British accents. Um, I don't even know East, do. North, West, you. South. Like, I'm so bad with directions. So, yeah. I Well, because they mention his, like, whatever accent is. So, we're going to mm-hmm. say East End, even though I could it's fully not, be wrong on that. It's but not it's, Dickensian. It's Dakensian. Nice. Thank that you. was solid. Um, <laughs> you made up for the tub miss. Um <laughs> But it, but in the book, it says, like, he's had these elocution lessons, and yeah. so he, like, kind of talks more like an aristocrat, but then yeah. when he's, like, turned on or upset mm-hmm. or whatever, he slips into the accent, and Mary Jane Wells does his accent the entire time. She Damn. doesn't really distinguish. Like, she might make a little bit I of thought, a difference. I heard a little bit of a difference, but yeah, it wasn't, like, But I, I wanted him to be speaking not quite the way that Kieran mm-hmm. and Finn do, but I wanted you to clearly distinguish between, like, mm-hmm. he's doing his, like, aristocratic fucking yeah. aristos. Um... I, like, I wanted to hear dramatic teen. He is so dramatic. He's an angsty teen. So angsty. Um, but that's, that's, that's really my only qualm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she also gave Matthew Swift a Bostonian accent. No, yeah, wasn't it? Or Irish. She gave him an no, Irish accent. No, it was accent. in the, the Christmas one she gave him uh-huh. an Irish accent. And he's just straight up from Boston, and she made him from Ireland. <laughs> it was so confusing. I was like, is my man Irish? Well, frankly, like, that is he... on the audiobook producers. They needed to have caught that. Um, well, because she also did another wild accent in that. It was Westcliff. Was... It wasn't an accent. Yeah. She made Westcliff sound like a snotty old man. Yeah. I don't only understand. in the first theme. I don't know why she went there, but she did. Um, so she, and again, I, yeah, I, I don't know. But that audiobook was worth the Kobo credit. Indeed. I exchanged in its honor. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I have nothing else. I think the episode title should just be mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. I think it should be mm-mm-mm. Dom, dom, dom. Dom, 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 dom. Dom, 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 dom. All right, different vibes than my initial vibes, but that you worked. don't want like a swinging like sixties, like fifties even. No, no, what even song is that? You know, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I can know. only hear the beginning of it. I can't hear any of the mm-hmm. words. That's okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think you singing it repeatedly is gonna help either. It's not. I think it's we're not. trapped in this limbo. <laughs> Wumbo. Hate. <laughs> How Hate. many references can we make in one episode? Too many. Too true. Too true. Too true. Um, if you had to pick one of the Ransom oh, brothers or Dom, who yeah, are you going it's Dom. With? That's valid. That's valid. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's valid. I, well, because I'm like I thinking about it, and I don't really think Kieran is my type of my type of guy. I think his no. poems would literally make me beat him. Like I don't think we're right Celeste for each other. Is a better woman than we. Yes, I will say Finn. I do love him. I'm up there with Finn. I would. I would I have think, a hard time. I think the only reason is because I wasn't just like the biggest fan of the book. So like, I don't like. I think if I was that much of a fan of Finn, it would have. Like I'd want to reread it, and I'm not. Like I haven't reread it since I read it the first time. I have like the I have the Libby hold that like keeps coming through for the audiobook, and I'm just like deliver later, <laughs> deliver later, on my wedding day deliver later <laughs> like every like giving birth deliver later like well you can't deliver later if you're in the midst of birth true i'll deliver twice that one later right the baby there. now yeah um, <laughs> i don't know i you? have uh i've certainly reread the steamy scenes from finn's mm-hmm. book because that man can put it down um the dining table scene did things to me um but i in reality, I think of the three, I would end up with Finn. Like, if those three were mm. real people, I think yeah. Dom would be too much for me. Well, that's, that's true, because I'm not... We yeah, are not Lilla. No. That However, my fantasy, Dom. The yeah. But here's the thing, though. I am a huge fan of the, like, giant, grumpy, angsty man with no self-esteem who's gonna take what he wants, slash mm-hmm. doesn't think he deserves it. Who is also usually foreign in some way. So, like, Dane from Lord of Scoundrels, yeah. he's got the, like, Italian. Um, Lucian mm-hmm. from Portrait of a Scotsman is Scottish. Dom yeah. is not foreign in the sense that he's from a foreign country, but foreign in the sense that he's from, like, the docks. Mm-hmm. Whatever that... I can't remember the name of... They say it so many times where he's from. The neighborhood. Um I think, like, like, my hero type that we haven't really gotten in this series is, like, the stodgy Duke, mm. um, who, like, has repressed, yeah, who has repressed all of his emotions, or even not a Duke, but, like, it could also be an industrial capitalist man. Mm. Hello, Tom. (laughs) Hello, Matthew Swift. Hello, Tom. Um, They're two completely different characters. Um, But, like, I talked about one fine Duke and Lenora Bell. Andrew is just so, or Drew, I guess, is just so baffled by that woman. Um, but he's along for the ride. Like, he's a good sport about it. Um, ambitious, but repressed. Ambitious, so but repressed. baffled by yeah, Well, he was, he was actually kidnapped, and he had a lot of trauma <laughs> with that. So then, like, oh. he had a lot of issues. Um, or what else? I guess, like, uh, another Andrew that we talked about in The Duke Gets Even. Um he is a core because like in his book isn't my favorite like i think book three is um but preston wouldn't be the hero i'd choose there like i think it would have to be keen um no not keen that's another andrew oh my god i know so many andrews in these books from one fine or one duke down my god um i guess just name him andrew and i'll be there um but what else is there? I mean, great. Winterborn was a lot. I'm so sorry. I was like, there's another one that I could not remember of mine. Cat- and it was going to eat oh. me alive. The like large, grumpy foreign man. I couldn't mm. remember. And I just remembered that it's Winterborn. <laughs> I'm so sorry to like interrupt you. Anyway. No, I was just like thinking, because oh, I was going to say Greycliff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a duke, but like he doesn't think he can love, and he's so repressed. And then that was supposed to be fireworks. I don't know. Um, what else? I mean, there's a lot of buttoned up heartbreaker. Did you already say him? Yeah, no, Bloodborne. I didn't. But that's a great that's a great example of that kind of type. I do also love that type. Mm-hmm. I also the along came a lady Rafe. I mean, anyone named Rafe, really. Um, But that Rafe, who was a coal miner, and, I mean, he baked when he was nervous, but he was also so gruff. But, like, I mean, that book unlocked something in me. It's, like, such an underrated book. Like, not many people have read it. But it's so good. Um, But he's, like, a different type. I'm, like, trying to look at other ones i've read i feel I mean, like i was... have multiple though because i'm also a like sebastian saint vincent like the yeah. dissolute anti-hero mm-hmm. like a, if they're like suave and funny but also mm-hmm. don't believe that they're a good person mm-hmm. that hits frankly the more broken the better that is your vibe i could fix him actually no i couldn't but i could make him worse <laughs> <laughs> and he would be obsessed with me Um, what is you know my like uh, the associating <laughs> tumblr posts with books um yeah i have more save for like eventually i'll do Easy. another post um and i have one save that i'm trying to figure out what book to put it with because it's Ooh. i could fix him good for you i guess i could be the only thing he's truly afraid of <laughs> i mean also my actually, first thought is sabine but that's oh my god I only do hor- historical romance racks, though. I know. I know. Did I already do Devil in Winter? No, I didn't. I do have one that's Are You Decent? Not morally, but I'm wearing pants, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> and that is, in fact, Sebastian St. Vincent. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at my list, and I think, like, the t- like using Tessa Dare, like, I think Colin, like, I think... A Week to Be Wicked is one of my favorite books in that series. It, it's tied with Any Duchess Will Do. But I think Colin versus Griff, I think I'd have to choose Griff. There's just something so broken about him, but so gifted sexually. I love and I mean, so is Colin. But... Broken men. I mean, they're both broken in different ways. Mm. Is it even a historical romance if the hero isn't broken? No. No, because I was even like even like the one fine duke, like it's a very low angst book, and like Aunt, like Drew is like a very like pretty like low key hero, but yeah, I mean he's got heaps of trauma. Loads. You know what? You know what? Really, <laughs> we had talked in our TBR episode about uh, Hitch to the Gunslinger. And the, mm. the other oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying that you thought I was going to like mm-hmm. the first one because you liked the second one, and we tend to be opposites mm-hmm. on these things. And you were correct. I did like ah! the first one. I did like the first one better than the second. I mean, they were both four stars. Yeah, like, they were really yeah. pretty on par. Um, But you know what? It, it's, it's that, like, grumpy, gruff, mm-hmm. like, begrudgingly doing kind things. But to it's, everyone, he just yeah. wants to take a nap. Those are the vibes, <laughs> like, like his horse. <laughs> my favorite parts of the second book yeah. were Gray walking around with a baby strapped to his chest, like uh-huh. grinning maniacally while the what's his name has to go do uh-huh. terrible jobs. Like 
Gray was so funny in that book. Which I think fits perfectly into this whole, like, um, discussion of, like, heroes. Because I wouldn't want the hero of book two. But, like, it's, it's – I find it very fun to read that, like, very, yeah. like uh, – what's the word? Because, like, he always needed to be clean and he, like, was a very, like wim- – he was almost kind of wimpy. I don't know. Scrimpy. Yeah, he was very, like, persnickety and – Yeah, per- persnickety. That's a good one. Like, Colin in a week to be book, like, he just is a very just, like, peacocky. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And – but, like, I – again, like, I love that book and I love him – and so, like, I, I am hit with that arrow sometimes of just... Oh, I don't think the, like, big gruff man that, like, I was talking about being one of my favorite heroes... Like, I would never end up with that kind of person in real yeah. life. But I don't think that means... I don't think that your favorite archetypes have to be the people that you would actually... Oh, no, not not at all. So that's why I'm, like, I think it's, like, very fun to read about right. like, that kind of hero for me. Right. Um. I've said many times, one of the only romance heroes I've ever read that I was like, I could actually be with that man in real life, Wes mm-hmm. Ravenel. I was going to say, you're a West. You're a I, That's not my favorite kind of hero to read about necessarily. And that's why Matthew Swift is, but is mine. My God, Wes Ravenel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. That man is my dream. That's my Matthew Swift. That is who I want. That is where my priorities lie. (laughs) With West Ravenel. (laughs) The duality of me is Matthew Swift and Rydstrom. (laughs) Like, what? Who is she? (laughs) They're so different. They do different things, though. They do. Because, like, but Rydstrom's also that, like, solidly good. Like, he's begrudgingly good. Like, he wants Mm. to be bad. And, like, his preening in the mirror when she, like, scratches down his back because he can, like, feel bad, like, wicked. Because he needs, like, a wicked woman because he just has to be good all the time. And he really can't. Someone declared war on me on Twitter. I saw that. Um, Yeah. But also, when was when was Rydstrom terrible to say be? I'm sorry. I mean, maybe you won't like it because you don't like the embarrassment. But she was, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, wrong. But also... No, I was saying I don't think I'm gonna not, like... Okay. It. Well, but no, not you wrong. Like, I just... Oh, they're wrong. Yeah, no, they're they're very wrong. I mean, they were not all peace and love to this person. I have no clue who you are. Sorrows. Sorrows. Prayers. <laughs> I don't know how you found the random thread I was in, but tweeting at me that you really... understand the appeal of Rydstrom is really not the battle to forge on ahead with. <laughs> I mean, I did not, I didn't even like respond to it. Cause I mean, like it was, I had, we had just released the episode where I was like, I literally like can't get behind people not liking that book. And shout out to Danny at overflowing shelves. She was in my DMS. Like, yeah, let's go to the mattresses for that man. It's also her favorite book. Like I just, I'm it, so sorry. You saying that, this is not even a little bit related, except for the go to the mattresses comment. Just unlocked in my brain. Um, Amazing. Can you imagine if in the song Better Than Revenge we're on Taylor Swift again? You know the chorus. She's not a yeah. saint. She's an actress. She's, known, blah, blah, blah. she's, she's better known for the things that she, things that she does mattress. on the mattress. What if uh-huh. she was not referring to sex? <laughs> what? 
just her readiness to declare war. <laughs> what if she was referring to her being a wrestler, like a killer oh wrestler? She's better known. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna think of when I hear that song. Now is so her what like I think body of? slamming somebody into the ground. I mean, great. What I think of is that when I heard that health class was really pushing huffing and the dangers of it and like getting high on like random nitrous oxide things and so when I first heard it I thought she's better known for the things that she does on the nitrous like nitrous (laughs) oxide I thought this was just huffing shit (laughs) and like progress to lover and then Taylor is thinking about being high and stuff but like I really because I just didn't like I was like, no, she can't be singing Mattress. I was like, Nitrous. I didn't even know what Nitrous was. Oh, my God. I, But it's a core memory of me just being like, what things did she do on the Nitrous? Like, Dead. what? <laughs> I just think it's a banger. It I, is. I'm like, I'm not good at revenge. I'm petty, no, but that's I'm not why I love confrontational. reading about it. But I love being like, mm, yeah, get that revenge. Not a yeah. She's an I, actress. That's a sick burn. Also, like the toys on the playground won't make like stealing other people's toys on the playground won't make you many friends. Like just calling her a child. That's so true. It's also like yeah. sit in so the corner much and think about what you did. She was like, like, hear me out though. Maybe this is a pro-feminist song. <laughs> what reduces men more than being like you stole my toy on the playground? Yeah, like yeah. No, he didn't have any thought in this. Forever and always, she has like the similar, like metaphor. Um, And my favorite knowledge about that is um, when I was like deep into the Taylor lore. uh, She like forever and always was the last song that she recorded for Fearless, um, because like Joe had just made the infamous twenty-seven second phone call, Um, and so she like went into that studio with a fucking like bone to pick with him and that's why i think she released the piano version because i don't think she gave it any thought of like what instrumentation she want besides just like going for it in the studio version um and so like i love knowing that she had to have written better than revenge right after that and like it was then it was put on speak now um and then last kiss you get which is i mean just the whole triangle web she wove in that regard I mean, incredible. Mm. Well, no relevance to this bases. episode. Yeah, um, all the bases. Uh, I mean, honestly, if Will- Willa, I don't know, because no one was really with Dom. I think Red is their mm. album, though. It's big, like, second chance you betrayed me. Yeah, I feel like I Almost Do is a song that gets overshadowed by All Too Well, because I feel like I Almost Do mm-hmm. is kind of like a like a cousin or like an older sibling of all too well um that's a banger of a song too in a different way and i feel like that's a good one um because there's always that like what if like thinking about them um holy ground another great i was just thinking like literally red yeah or just the song red yeah Mm. intriguing yes sell your eras tickets i'm taylor now i'll give you the full concert 
<laughs> oh. Had All a right. Deeply discounted rate of free. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, on a different note, since we're in the outro portion of the episode. I made a Goodreads account for the podcast because I, like, go into Goodreads all the time when I'm doing the show notes. And so it was, like, making me sign in. I was like, I don't want to. But the man got me down, and I just made an account. Um, And so I have updated it to where we have Caroline's Rex, Hannah's Rex. We've got all of our fake engagement ones in a shelf. We've got all of the um, road trip ones. We've got all the ones we mentioned in TBR Tuesday in season one. It'll be updated again for season two, which is like the shelf has things, but we've only done like two of those episodes this season. Um, Friday episode, book shelves. Um, every book we mention, some of them aren't Rex, but that's just there. It's like 400 books in that one. Um, but that will be linked in the show notes if you want to follow it and or friend us. Um, I don't know. It seems useful in some regards so indeed that exists our newsletter also exists someday i'll send out another one mm-hmm. someday we will get drunk and record it's gonna happen here to it might be my yes. internship ends the end of this month and we're all very sad about it um so maybe we'll just get drunk then yeah i'll be down for that and i'll have some free time because i'm probably gonna take a break between like the end of that and starting something new um Mm -hmm. so the sheer amount of time i will have amazing hopefully go on my finally commit to my immortals after dark binge (gasps) and that's what we're gonna do i think those like we don't we're obviously not gonna do an episode per book because i mean i mean if we did I would be the swearing emoji for Dreams of a Dark Warrior. Like, that would just be me the entire episode. Like, I would have nothing good to say about that book. So, like, can't commit to that. But we could do, like, an episode or two of, like, you know, breaking series, like, the first half and the second half. Because it's a very specific feel for the first half. And then the second half is so different. See, I think I'm just going to read all of them. And then we're going to get drunk and do an After Hours episode. Amazing. I mean, that's going to be so long, but so worth it. I'm so excited. I just really need you to read the demon books i really have been edging the demon books i know you have it's like edging like no other you will have created an edging like no other (laughs) i just like i'm not mentally prepared to read all of those books i wasn't either i wasn't and reading them so fast and back to back especially those really heavy ones in the middle was a lot it did something to me that has not been repaired yet and it never will be just forewarning you but that episode's gonna be great. I mean, horny on the main or horny on the after hours, really. Yep. We're always so horny many on of, the main. So many of yeah, that is very true. So many of those men, mm, penises that would shame Dom <laughs> to bring it back around. That is so frightening. Um, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. Hmm. We have been talking not even a little bit about the book for so long. Um, it's 7 p.m. and I'm a glass of wine in. That sounds like a Taylor Swift song. It's not. Like it's but 3, No, it's 3 a.m. and I'm still awake. It's 7 a.m. and a, a glass of wine. <laughs> I think she could make that a banger. I'm sure Taylor, she could. Taylor, if you're listening, if she we got song make lyrics for you. Three Sad Virgins. <laughs> 
which I'm still waiting for that to be released on Spotify. Mm. Um, I'm still waiting for Hits Different. I know you. Oh yeah, you, think, yeah. No, I I am too. I've heard it enough times. Yeah, now I was gonna say because you have now. It's oh yeah, that song is great. That's my favorite song on the album, and so it they don't even have it on the vinyl. No. So like I couldn't even like get the vinyl and play that in my room. Like I mean I have the CD. I can literally just like get it on my lap. Like I can do it. But I'm being. I have fully bought into the theory that it's going to be on the Barbie movie soundtrack, and that's why she hasn't released it. God, that would be great. That's mm. – I don't know. There's no evidence to that. It's just a theory. Any. I saw the fan oh. edit of it. No, there was a – I assume they did that because of the theory that that's oh, why. okay. There was, like, a uh, Taylor Swift video that the Barbie account commented, like, hits different oh, on. Oh, I – I'm just I see um, what trickles down to Twitter because I'm not yeah, really on TikTok much. I see, okay, that I makes see. sense because I saw um, the the video, the trailer with hits different, mm-hmm. which worked so well. Like I don't even care about the lyrics, like just the music vibe. Oh. Well, there was that, and then there's the the lyrics in Hits Different where mm-hmm. she says she used to switch out these cans. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Again, there's see, no evidence, but I would I love if she sure. releases it. Yeah, I would have connected those dots a lot quicker. For the- the barbie movie i just would love that very much that would be so Um, fun that song is great it's a very weird song to me because like banger but also it's so sad yeah yeah but she was so relatable like i'll just go throw up in the street yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i will i'm a cancer i'm ruled by my stomach i'm just gonna go throw up on the street yeah. We really need to wrap this up because we fully have talked maybe more about Taylor Swift than we have about the book. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not. Well, but- Dom's dick hit different, so. <sighs> You're not wrong. Dom's dick, dick and different. And Willa hit different with that crop. True. Yeah. Look at us. It hits different. Mm. Smack. What? Okay, that's enough. End the recording.